he's a chimpanzee. I don't think you're allowed to say that. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, it's getting hot in here. It's like, good gracious, acting bodacious, a flirtatious, trying to show fake. Looking for the right time to shoot my skis. Whoa, whoa. My wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my wife. My wife. Mary Novohovsky. That's me, Mary Novohovsky, co-host. <laughs> Welcome to Impressing Me with Music, uh, the show that where an informed, uninformed married couple uh, rambles on while music is playing. Yes, sorry, and madam, mees. And uh, this is our uh, "It's Getting Hot in Her" uh, episode. Because it it's is so the beginning of summer. I will take my clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So take off all my clothes. And now, and now. A word from our sponsors. What's up, dudes? Hey, guys. I'm Tobes. I'm Jesse. And we're the host of Worst Contact, a show for aliens. By humans. Where we discussed every aspect of human life, such as death, life, juggalos, cats, LARPing, art, War. Athleticism with world's greatest athlete. Action Ronnie Glibson. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Uh, we keep it fun. We keep it goof. We never script it, and we always have a good time. But don't bring the kids along, because we say naughty words. All on MachineCulture.com. Peace. You stumble across a very intelligent podcast listener. What do you do? Uh, I ask if they've ever heard of desks and day jobs. Well, for insight. Oh, they haven't, and they yes. want to know more. I tell them Destined Day Jobs is a D&D podcast that takes the humdrum life of four office workers and injects it with magic, adventure, and hilarious antics. All right, roll for perception. Yes. Oh, that's, uh, they're definitely interested. Uh, I grab their phones and subscribe them to Destined Day Jobs on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Machine Culture website. Roll for sleight of hand. Oh, that's a critical hit. Yeah. yeah. They're subscribed. Do they have a dog? Uh, can the dog listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Roll for animal handling, I guess. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, uh, but they're still interested in destined day jobs. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Desks and day jobs. Now part of the Machine Culture Collective. Huzzah! This episode brought to you by Comcast, the cable company of where you live. No choice but to go with Comcast. We're here because there's really nothing else you can do. Comcast, we operate a sort of monopoly fiefdom, forcing you to use our internet service. <laughs> Would you like some customer service? Get on hold, baby. Hold on for the ride of your life. You're gonna what? You're gonna use data? You're gonna use a PlayStation 4? We at Comcast know that you have no idea how to do that. No, 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 no. I mean, you could try it. Some other kind of weird uh, one-off vendor, but uh, we're going to break them. We're going to break them down, and you're going to have to come back to us anyway, because that wow, wowsy wowers or whatever competitor that we're going to try and let in the game is not going to happen. Comcast, because you have to. Drake off the album Nice For What. It's the newest Drake release, and we fucking love it. Uh, you're listening to an episode of Impressing Youth Music, and please, please, subscribe and review. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. I mean, just find us. Love us. Make love to us. Make sweet love to us on the internet. Please, uh, you know, review our uh, uh, <laughs> iTunes. Only one person has reviewed it, and it's Mary. Mary is the only person that's reviewed it. You don't need to admit that. You know. Even I won't review our podcast. So why don't you come and review it? Tell us uh, why we're wrong. Uh, tell us why uh, my wife is a uh, nagging bitch. Uh, why you hate the sound of my voice. 
Whatever you want to write. Or oh, write something nice. Yeah, maybe write something nice. That we're, we're great people and we have a small child and, you know, we, we really just deserve your love. So let's start off with today in music. What do you got for us, Mary? Today in music is a, is a pretty wild day. Uh, a lot happened um, over the course of history on, on May 10th. Um, so I'm going to kind of run through some of the highlights. We can dig deep into the, in the ones that you're, you're loving. So today in music, in 1968, Jim Morrison, that dude from The Doors, incited a riot during a Chicago concert. Why you got to go do that, Jim? On top of that, 1974, Eric Clapton recorded I Shot the Sheriff, a song I totally thought was just by Bob Marley. Yes, and uh, to that I say, who gives a shit? All right, going. going on to 1975. The 70s were hot, hot, hot for music, Dave. Stevie Wonder and his band Wonderlove played for 125,000 people at the Washington Monument as part of Human Kindness Day. So, happy Human Kindness Day. Why don't you... Rate, review, subscribe, be kind. Be a kind human. Uh, some other stuff. 1991. You, you love this one, Dave. And this is your favorite little tidbit. Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys lost his right eye after being shot by his girlfriend. Yeah. What is so that all about? let me let's let me let me turn down this Drake. Um, nice for what Drake? Uh, because it's polite. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, Happy. Let's get polite day. Yeah. Human kindness day. So. The Bushwick Bill thing is pretty infamous. Basically, Bushwick Bill, who is the little person in Ghetto Boys and easily the worst rapper of the three, but you love him. He's like um, old dirty bastard. You know what I mean? You just love him. It's, it's not important that he's bad. So um, he struggled with depression and substance abuse, and he basically got told his girlfriend to kill him. He wanted to kill himself, and he was afraid to do it. So, Oh, no, no, he, he, he's a Christian. And he thought if he killed himself, he would go to hell. So he told his girlfriend to shoot him. And she did. She shot him right in the eye. So she'd go to hell. Yeah, so she would go to hell. So thanks thanks for jumping on that one, Bushwick Bill's girlfriend at the time. And also, you were fucking a midget. So you must be a really good person. Um, I say little people. Little, little people. And um, just little, little, little teeny tiny people. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that's the politically correct thing you're supposed to a say. A little... It's got. There's got to be a better word. Have we not come up with a better thing like little Americans or something like that? Well, you could be little all over the world. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. So the Bushwick Bill thing. He actually gets rushed to the hospital by Scarface and uh, Willie the Kid. I think that's his name. Yeah. And um, they they rush him to uh, the hospital and they take a picture though, and the picture is the cover of the We Can't Be Stopped album. Which is very kind of funny in a weird sort of dark. Sick, and that's that's way. one of their best albums, right? Yes, it it has um, a song on it, uh, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me," which we'll we'll close with that. That is maybe one of the best rap songs ever written. I mean, it's so fucking good, and you know, everyone knows the riff. Most people don't know that it's by the Ghetto Boys, so that it's called "Mind Playing Tricks on Me." But when I play it, like you'll know what I'm talking about. It's 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 an incredible song. Hell yeah! Speaking of some more rap history, on this day in music in 1994, Tupac Shakur began a 15-day county jail term for attacking director Alan Hughes on a video set. Does it say what movie it was? No, it does not. I'll let you Google that one while I wrap up with my last few uh, factoids about today in music. Okay. Um, My love, because I'm being kind to you menace, on Human Kindness Day. Menace to society. Do you need to talk like a, a, an announcer at a baseball stadium in 1940? I am uh, so tired today, and I am putting all the pep in my voice. Okay. Well, um, it was menace to society. All right. Sweet. All right. In 2003, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith was given an honorary doctorate degree right. in music. I think music. We, we've got none honorary doctorates. <laughs> okay. We're good. We're good with music news. Wait, wait. I, one more. One more. Can I do uh, one more? Yeah, do one more. We thank you. In 2005, the iTunes Music Store reached 400 million songs sold, and that was the beginning of the end. Yes. <laughs> the end of music. <laughs> On Human Kindness Day was the beginning of uh, the real music fuckery that ensued. The day the music died. Yeah. Today. Wow. My, my American pie. Shot a load in my eye. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, okay, moving forward. <laughs> moving We've forward. got a, a 
really, really awesome playlist. I'm, I'm actually super excited about this one. This might be uh, my favorite playlist that we've come up with yet. Um, some real bangers. Is that what they call them, Dave? Is that what the kids call them these days? I don't think the kids call them that, but I think people like us do. And so let's go with it. Yeah, bangers, baby. So it's summer, it's getting hot in here, and uh, we're going to have some tracks that are going to cool you down or really, really heat things up more. Yeah, I say embrace the heat. I say, uh, look, you're in your apartment, it doesn't have air conditioning, you're sweaty, okay? Um, if you live in Chicago and you're a pedestrian, your, your life is, you're going to be filled with uh, crotch rub and uh, sweat. Chabra, baby. Yeah, you are going to be miserable for a while. But if you live somewhere else and you drive a car, uh, you know, this is pretty nice. You don't sit on your porch, play these, this music loudly, unless you live in the suburbs, in which case, you know, turn it down, obviously. Um, yeah, respect the sound ordinance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why'd you move to Deerfield if you didn't want to be a team player? <laughs> uh, all right, so you want to hit, hit us off or start us off? Mm, or well, I think... that word is? Before we get into the, the our songs and the playlist, I think... Um, this past week, there's a music news item that mu- that must be discussed. Oh, absolutely, you're right, and I I I'm sorry on this day of human kindness to, you know, not not go into that. So Kanye West has kind of been breaking the internet for the last the last like ten days, basically. You know, and that it was actually him. I think he was the guy one that coined the term "break the internet" because of the, when he put his wife's naked ass. On the internet, I, did she did she put her own ass on? Wasn't she a strong woman? I mean, someone took that picture. I, but I, he tweeted it. I believe that was when it was first seen. He was like, "Look at this shit." Oh boy. Well, at this point, this all kind of started a couple weeks ago when uh, Kanye West's Twitter saga began in some kind of strange tweet fest uh, where he was wearing a Make America Great hat and... Make America Great Again, Jesus Christ. Make America Great I do not know that. <laughs> oh. Make uh, America Great Again. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, man is the Donald the Trump. He's going to run with the Make America Great slogan. He's okay. Build America number one. All right, so it all started with his Make America Great Again hat-wearing photo where he says, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. A lot to unpack. Okay, let's start with... (laughs) Dragon energy? Dragon energy, the obvious thing. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) What are you, Charlie Sheen, talking about tiger's blood? We got dragon energy it sounds like uh, you know, like a flavor of monster. Yeah. So that goes on to him posting a close-up of the Make America Great Again hat uh, with Donald Trump's... In case you didn't see it. With Donald Trump's signature on it and what I believe is about 20 uh, fire emojis and then mm. my MAGA hat is signed. Do you think he means... Okay, so at this point, I thought Kanye was being sincere. Part of me is like, he's fucking with us because he's Kanye. He's provocative. That's what he does. Um, what do you think at this point? Where were you at mentally with just the, these tweets? So, you know, first of all, this, this is just the beginning of the saga. When these specific tweets came out, um, and then I think Chance even wrote a tweet, you know, that like, we don't all have to be Democrats. I think trying to kind of, you know, mitigate the... Pitchfork, yeah. pitchfork mob that immediately started going after Kanye. I mean, we're living in a very, uh, te- like, heated environment where, you know, you've got people writing statuses like, "If you voted for Trump, unfriend me, get out of my life." Like, we're not, we're not just a- at a point where we can kindly and passively disagree with whether or not, you know, the, the people who are for the president or or against the president, and and they are in, you know, really like violently opposing each other. Yeah. So I think that, you know, in my thing, I love Kanye's music. I mean, I listen to Kanye every single day. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. He, he lands on, like, some piece of Kanye's work is on some kind of playlist for some piece of my day, whether it's working out, whether it's chilling out. It, it's... Yeah. 
it's really hard for me to, you know, I at this point I was not like I'm gonna divest in Kanye because I fucking love him. Yeah, um, and I know he's a cuckoo banana brains. And I I I, I want to say this to everyone that wrote a status about how Kanye is an idiot or how he's stupid or whatever uh, whatever chit chatty little joke you made about him. I just want to say. Um, you come talk to me when you've told one joke that is as good as the worst song off of College Dropout, okay? Oh, man, that's so good. You know, seriously, like, shut the fuck up, okay? The truth is, a lot of people you like, like Donald Trump, because they're powerful and successful people. Well, let's let's reel it back, because... So, a few Keep days going. after... Oh, wait, hold on. Before you go, I want to play this while you're talking. Okay. So, we'll... We'll talk about this track before, before, uh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> so, Kanye West, after doing that whole thing, and then also, by the way, his wife jumps in and starts defending him, so it's like a strange Kanye and Kim thread where Kim is like, Kanye will never run in the race of popular opinion, and blah, blah, blah. And then when, you know, Kim jumps in and defends you, and, you know, she's a fucking moron, that's... It, it was Again, crazy. she's like she's worth twelve million dollars. How sure. stupid could she be? Okay, it's a Twitter train fire, but that Twitter train fire is only made worse when Kanye does an interview with uh, TMZ later. Yes, uh, our hard hitting journalism of the twenty twenties. And uh, walks into TMZ and says, you know, that slavery uh, was a choice for African Americans. And even though he later apologized through Twitter, that basically controversial declaration sort of really, truly broke the internet, and people are now debating on whether or not Kanye is simply A, off his medication, B, just a terrible human being that we need to stop listening to his music completely, and so you've got entire uh, groups of people in, you know... I mean, look, Prince was in a cult. What do you want from me? You know what I mean? I don't have... I can separate the two, you know? So I guess this is back to the old-fashioned debate of can you separate the man? I mean, the question, has has Kanye done anything deplorable? No, no. but he has said some deplorable things. I'm going to say it was not, a, obviously, a great thing to say, but I can't hate on Kanye. Oh, okay, so listen to this. This is a song he released last week. Hold on. Uh, Okay. I uh, I think this is kind of hilarious. Scoop did he boop? Scoop did he boop? Did he scoop? Poop did he He just releases this, right? I mean, this this album coming up will be the most just critically panned album, really, no matter what it is, because, I, because of all the drama surrounding well, him right now. Well, and here's the thing, right? He releases this and he doesn't explain it. And there's clearly some sort of an explanation here, because that beat is like a really, uh, you know, developed beat. Not like a complete song, but it has like a lot of different parts. You can clearly tell somebody was working on it. So if this is a Kanye beat, I gotta believe that he believes in this, and this is just sort of like him tracking how he wants the flow to go or something. And because he's in this weird zone, he's like, fuck it, I'll release it to him. Even like when Life of Pablo was released, he then like withdrew it and released it again. And so I illegally downloaded it and you streamed it on Spotify. And we have different versions of the songs. We have like different memories of the songs. Yeah, so so Poop to the Scoop portion, like I don't even think was on... I, 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 it took like forever for it to kick in, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like late in the song. I don't know. Uh, what do you think the, the final verdict on this before we get into the playlist? I mean, he's a cuckoo banana brains again. This is our my second call out of cuckoo banana brains this, yeah. e- this evening. Um, I have the allegation to level against someone. <laughs> yeah. You, sir, are a cuckoo banana brain. <laughs> yeah. And that is the. On Humankindness Day, you know, I think that's about as mean as I feel like getting. Um, I'm not ready to, to let Kanye go. I, I don't think I ever will. I, I love his music so much, and, and I really don't feel like I have to agree with him or anything he says. I think that this, there's, this is not his first... Um, I mean, Kanye's been making music for now, I mean, over a decade. So this, oh, this, yeah. this, this is really not the beginning of, of Kanye being, being kind of a provoker... 
provocateur. What's it? Provocateur. Provocateur. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's provocateured in the past. You know, so think I, this is what I think happened. Right, he releases Jesus walks, and that kind of gets a negative reaction because it's like a song about Jesus, and people like I did kind of groaned when that happened. We we're like, all right, whatever, buddy. And then he then was like, actually, I'm Jesus. And that upset a whole bunch of other people. And then he continued to do things that upset people. And I think he realized, much like, let's say, a Marilyn Manson in the 90s, realizes that, hey, you like you get something out of having haters. Haters uh, provide a story. They tell the story. And I think uh, Donald Trump, obviously, is someone who is aware of that same thing. Right. And now you got Donald Trump <laughs> responding to Kanye being like, this is very cool, you know. And, Good uh, job, yeah. So it's it's crazy. Life is crazy. It's a crazy summer already. I, I really can't wait for the rest of his album to drop. I mean, we will listen to it and we will review it on here. No holes barred, baby. Speaking of album reviews, uh, a couple albums dropped recently that uh, you know I'm gonna let Dave uh, have a glass of whiskey and and, and chime in on in, in his classic. Classic Dave fashion. Sure. So, um, what was the first one? Give me, give me your your Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, speedy Gonzalez is probably not a thing we say anymore. Give me your Speedy update on Willie Nelson's album drop and Post Malone's album drop. Can you wrap them up in just a few minutes? Sure. So, take Post, take a drink, baby. Post Malone released uh, Bentleys and Beer Bongs. I think it was called. Yes. This is his sophomore album. Um, the album, uh, from what I, I heard, just a quick sort of perusal. Sophomoric, uh, is it? Sophomoric. It's extremely stupid. I mean, I believe there's a song called, like, Rich rich and Sad or something like that. It's just like, it's just such a fart. Yeah. I'm sorry. Post Malone. Um, you um, are... You're on v, you're going down VJ Alley right now, okay? Because you have not been able to sort of replicate your early success. Because when you first came out as White Iverson, everyone was like, hey, who the hell is this dude? Then um, you kind of had, were able to come up with a couple more hits. You know, congratulations, uh, Rockstar, which is on this album, you know. Great, but the album is a big fart. And that's what I say. And his 18 tracks, how unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Um, they're all the same song. They're all literally the same song. It's about him being famous, which a lot of times the second rap album is about how, uh, first rap album is about how tough your upbringing was, and the second rap album is about how you're dealing with fame. And possible you're not even that famous, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, dude... It, you know, it's this immovable feast bullshit. It's like, how much do we really care about like what goes on behind the scenes? And again, Post Malone, you're not that famous. Um, I mean, look, Kendrick Lamar does the, the same thing. He talks a lot about dealing with like fame and, and money and things like that. Yeah, and but he's an artist. So exactly. Like, he does it in a good way. Kendrick Lamar never says, I got so much money. You know what I mean? Like literally like there's, it's just, what am I going to listen to you brag about how much money you got? I'm so sick of these hand jobs. Literally following a blueprint. Album one, um, I, I'm a tough dude. Maybe I sold drugs, maybe I didn't. Album two, I'm, I'm a hand job that has a lot of money. Speaking of uh, hand jobs that just won't die, I'm kidding. I love this next guy. Willie Nelson, tell me a little bit more about Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing, it was Tim Allen's um, second sitcom. <laughs> no, um, uh, so this, so Willie Nelson is sort of like um, Post Malone's looper. Um, <laughs> he, uh, man, he releases an album every fucking year. Yeah, and it sounds like he releases an album every fucking year. Well, last year was God's Problem Child. The year before, he did a tribute, and released in two thousand sixteen. He released like four albums. I mean, is he just? Is this just another cash grab? Is is Willie Nelson just? Well. I would say yes, except for the fact that this album is all about how he doesn't want to die. And how old is... I don't know how old Willie Nelson is. Um, I'm going to guess 86 years old. I'm going to... I'm gonna. The Red-Headed Stranger. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you Willie Nelson's age. Yeah. Willie Nelson is... 
Ooh, someone can't use the internet real good. He was born in 1933. Don't make me do math. I'm not going to make you do math. I'm going to do the math. He's 85. All right. See, that was pretty close. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But um, if you like Willie Nelson, I guess it's probably okay. All right. He's been active since 1956. He's a, he's a Great Depression era born guy. I don't think you know him. Oh, yeah. Born. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy <laughs> to think about. Willie Nelson was born in the Dust Bowl, and he's going to die with an iPhone. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll die with a... If he lives a little longer, he'll die with a floating car. Yeah, Hover a chip car. in his brain. A chip in his brain and a chip on my shoulder and I smoke mm. a lot of weed and Willie Nelson. Yeah, that's pretty much how his songs go. They're they're like... They're kind of funny, I guess, but whatever. All right, uh, so... Songs! We have so fucking many and I'm so excited so- about them. Um, I kind of want to just like do a little bit of chit chat between but for the most part I'm, I just really want to play these tracks because they hot alright so uh, we're going to start with your first song here um, hell yeah let's do it boop So this is uh, Maxo Cream. The song is called Grannies. The album is called Pumpkin. Pumpkin, yep, released uh, actually at the beginning of this year. He is uh, an American rapper and producer from Elite, Texas. Yeah, which I guess is near Dallas. Uh, but he was born in Houston, and I don't know how long he lived there. Uh, not a lot is known about him. This is his first album. Um, uh, this no, it's, 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 it's Houston. Never mind. Never mind. What are you going to say? I love this song. This is probably my favorite current song. Um, and I just, I really, I'm, I'm glad we're kicking off with it. I mean, one thing, one thing we've, we need to crack cocaine. <laughs> like, this song is so fucking real. I mean, it's just storytelling. And I think there's kind of a theme in our summer tracks. You know, it's just really great rapper storytellers. It doesn't even sound like he breathes the, the entire time. Yeah, that's listen again. Yeah, his flow is unstopped. I mean, this is a, an incredible flow. This is a guy that's got his flow nailed down. And, and it, it cuts through the bullshit. I mean, this is just like a fucking story of life. This is a story yeah. of his life. This is a story of his life in a track on top of a really simple beat that just kind of loops. And uh, it, it's perfect because his rapping and his voice only enhances this track. Yeah. They, they work they work together. Sometimes I feel like rappers work against their beats, you know, or it's all about the beat and you're just not even listening. Here I'm listening to the entire story. I'm in the story. I'm in his life. Yeah. He, he pulls me in with, with the rapping. And I think this is really oh, so fucking good. This is one of my favorite tracks for sure that I've heard all year. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um the producer for this song it's kind of blown up right now. His name's Mexico Dro. He's from Atlanta. Um, I was reading an interview with him from two years ago where he refused to give his real name because, quote, I've got some cases pending. So, I don't know. If this is a, this is real. This is, this is dope. I like this a lot. Yeah, he's just like a kind of chubby dude from uh, Texas and he's the shit. All right, so um, I'm going to play my first song. Hell yeah.
Oh, I cannot not move to this song. Yeah, when uh, Dave did the what's that Chicago Underground comedy, and he was doing, if I could do a video of the the kind of uh, Madonna-ish Vogue dance moves he's doing right now. This is, I mean, this is really fun. Yeah, I mean, Big Boy. Let's. Does Big Boy ever disappoint? No. This is an album of Boomerverse. Is this a new album? I know. It came out about a year ago. Um, but it just really gets overlooked. Here's the thing about Big Boy. Uh, Big Boy, speaking of people that don't have the proper political affiliation, Big Boy is... Uh, uh, if you're a libertarian, you know that Big Boy is a libertarian. Let me just put it that way. Wait, hold on. Young Jeezy. I mean, this song does some really interesting things musically. It kind of changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kill Jill. Kill Jill. Is Kill Jill. Yes, Kill Jill is the track. Obviously influenced a little bit. There's some like Japanese sample that's kind of going on in the background. Wait for it. See. He says something about Cosby, like he has doubts about Cosby, like the Cosby accusers. I mean, this is one of those songs where I'm just so fast. No, Cosby gave her roofies, but who know what the truth is? Oh boy. I mean, that's a problematic opinion. Yeah, I mean, I don't love that lyric, but... What is this? Is this song good enough to make up for the Cosby comment? No, probably not, but it's a fun it's a fun track. Yeah, um what is your opinion on Outcasts since they split up? What do you think? I mean they're all individually still excellent. It's you know, none of it to me is as good as what Outcast did together. Up, you know, big boy and, and killer Mike and, and, and individually though they do some some good shit, so well, yeah, of course, and obviously Killer Mike is in um, uh, uh, which is frequently played on the show. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say about this. Let me see who produced this. Uh, I, for some reason, I feel like LP is the producer. Let's see here. Nope, Organized Noise, as well as Young Callie and Big Boy himself. Wait, and then it just becomes another song at the end. Yeah, this is, and I actually kind of love tracks like these that are like transformative, basically. And I mean, every all the Outcast members, what I appreciate is the kind of continuance of, of being creative with the format. Yeah, I think I like this this part of the track the most, though. Actually, is this 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 third section? Yeah, it sounds like a video game, and no uh, mention of. Uh, the people that have accused Cosby of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm always of, grateful when people don't bring that up in their songs. Uh, I, I, I like that it just sort of fades away. That's a, that's a fun a fun touch to the track. But we got a lot to get through. Let's let's hit this shit, Dave. All right, so here's your next song. I don't follow rules and they don't like that. I was skipping school to get my sack right. My bitch is me and that's why I don't text back. My dog got out of prison and went right back. Be brand new, don't step on my balances. I'ma hit that if she let me. They don't like how I talk it that. Blood it out my wrist, a puddle drip. 42, I'm steady sipping. Yeah, I'm on and I'm off deck. Be brand new, don't step on my balances. I'ma hit that if she let me. They don't like how I talk that. Blood it out my wrist, a puddle drip. 42, And that is 1942. By G Easy featuring Yo Gotti, and I believe there's a bunch of other dudes on this track as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yo Gotti, YBN, and Nah Mir. Alright, and uh, this is off uh, album 1942. Not too much to say. This, to me, uh, you know, if I'm going to use, continue using my old folks' terms, it's just like a fun banger. 
It's a new a new track that I I started listening to. Did you guys hear that? Mary thinks it's a banger. All right, Dave, go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this is this is just fun. It's a good summer summer track. Uh, look, this song is fun because it's got this hyphy beat. Um, and Yo Gotti's great. Uh, Yo Gotti's great for like a chorus, this kind of shit. Yo Gotti kills this. Kind of like Young Jeezy in the last song. Yeah, this is good. Jeezy, I find corny as hell. Jeezy, just, I don't know. He's like a, like a white guy with like slick back hair and a leather jacket. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying go out and listen to this album, but this title track is uh, it's pretty tight. Yeah, and what does that really say about you as an artist, that your title track um, has the chorus done by someone who is, by all accounts, a much better rapper than you? It means you're smart enough to know that you're not that good. Sure, that's fair. So if I only Mac Miller knew that. Ooh, so sad. Oh, that's so sad. All right, Dave. What's uh, what's your next next uh, banger? See, he says he's gonna hit that if she let me. Yo, Gotti's into consent. I'm like big boy. Yeah, hey, good job, Yo, Gotti. All right, this is my song. Yo, I gotta watch my back as I travel through Rockaway and Livonia, Pickin' Avenue, Belmont, New Lot, Stone, and Saratoga. I just want a slice of pizza, maybe have a soda. But if I'm trying to rock this leather and this nameplate, like my man Nate, I can meet the same fate. He in the wheelchair, knife fit his spine, man. My friend's like, yo, come on, we'll be fine, man. So this is uh, Labyrinth, uh, also called Frankie Beverly, by uh, Master Ace. Master Ace. Um, featuring LT, who sings the Frankie Beverly part. Um, okay, so... Off the album, The Falling Season. Yeah, so before I get into this album and what it's about, I just give me your first impressions. I love this. I mean, this to me it goes alongside Grannies, um, which this is a storytelling track. It's, it's really like exploring somebody's life and obviously you'll be able to talk more about this album kind of at large doing that but I, I really like this the storytelling direction of, of rap and so like this is a song from like the 80s or like 1980 when he started high school and so so basically Master Ace to give you a little bit of background on him he was a dude that was a contemporary of like Tupac and Biggie and NWA and all those early 90s rappers. But he just kind of got overlooked because he was a Bro he's from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? And like in the 90s, fucking every rapper is from Brooklyn. Do you know what I mean? And there were so many good rappers coming out of New York. He had a couple of hits and he became very disenfranchised with making music that he didn't like. So he started putting out these albums that were just these full stories. And they're, they're all really good. So the falling season, I just got into this album this past week. This is about his high school experience. And it begins before his first day of high school. And the story is something along the lines of uh, his mom thought in 1980 when he was 14 that they were going to move to Atlanta. She was going to get a job. He's a single mom. And so he didn't apply for the selective enrollment test in New York. And in New York, and at that time, if you did not get into a selective enrollment high school and you were like a smart enough kid she's like talking about high school um, you basically you just have to go to your neighborhood school which could really suck and he's from Brownsville so it definitely sucked so he just busts into Sheepshead Bay which is a neighborhood at the and now is very Russian at the time was like sort of like a mix of like Russians Jews Italians you know, that's, I mean, that that kind of an area, working class area, and it's sort of about his life in, in that time, and it's like through his eyes, the eyes of like a high school kid, and I just think it's, it's just really well done. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and again, just this going off this uh, thread of storytelling that uh, I think is really powerful in, in rap music right now. This is not right now, but um, well, I, I think I think Granny is. Well, when was this album released? The following season. I think like 2016 or something like that. Well, um, I stand corrected, David. 
What do you think about it as far as the summer playlist? I think this is a cool track. I, I think it works on uh, a summer playlist. I mean, nothing like summer to make you think about your freaking childhood, huh? Yeah. And when you're reflecting on your childhood, make sure you choose Comcast, because you have to. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Callback. All right, so... Um, um, here's, here's my last track of the night. Dave uh, Dave's really going to dominate this playlist, but this is a track I've been really rocking out to lately. This is uh, Goddamn is the album that came out um, last year with Broccoli. No, no. So this came out before then. Um, an album I never knew anything about until Dram kind of blew up, and I, you know, looked a little bit deeper into some of his other work. Goddamn actually came out in 2015. Yeah, you know what? So to come full circle here. The dead giveaway is that he's cited as Donnie Trumpet. So if you click on his name, right, you'll see that, uh, oh, shit, Spotify still lists him as Donnie Trumpet. So he is uh, a Russian guy from Chicago. He looks like he's in Mary's family. Like, can we go back and, like, we'll just look at this guy? He looks like uh, that family friend that we uh, that came to Thanksgiving. All right. <laughs> Uh, I, I love this track and to me this is there's something really light about Dram tracks they're kind of just they're, I mean they're easy listening they're all, they're all kind of happy um, they, they have just this sort of like really great energy behind them and this track especially of being a new parent and and the fact that I'm going back to work this summer I'm, I'm just in it to get that money and this is a great like uh, pump up, pump up on your way to work uh, if you're hungover or tired. Highly recommend. Yeah, and I would like this summer. I would like to point out a clarification. I don't dislike songs about getting money. I like songs. I dislike songs about bragging about how much money you have. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, this is this is about it's time to get money. Yeah. So this this, this, this is not shit that's gonna make me get off my ass and get money. Yeah. um... Donnie Trumpet, too. Here's the other thing that's great about Donnie Trumpet. So, well, he changed his name to Nico Seagal because he didn't want to be associated with Donald Trump anymore. Because as we all remember, Donald Trump was a beloved member of the hip-hop community. Every rapper, yeah, to like dial it back and, and like zoom out on this Kanye thing, let's just remember that every rapper liked Donald Trump prior to 2016. Um... So, uh, you know, uh, I think Donald, uh, Donnie Trumpet is also a Umedia kid. Um, so he's a sort of a friend of, like, Chance the Rapper. Um, they put out kind of an album together, right? What was the name of that band that they had together? Kids These Days. Um, he works with, you know, Vic Mensa, No Name Gypsy, Saba, all these all these Umedia, which, again, to reiterate a point I made in a past episode, Umedia is on the first floor of Harold Washington Library in Chicago, and it is where um, a lot of Chicago musicians of, let's call it the like the early 2010s, they like made their bones. Another thing that they met each other, uh, no name Gypsy Saba, Chance the Rapper. Um, I'd like to add one other thing, which is that um, uh, Nico Seagal uh, contributed to Earth, a live album by Neil Young, and Promise of the Real, released in 2016. Um, I'm sure it sucks because it's a live album. Uh, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think Donnie Trumpet's the shit. He's great. He's never done anything that I've disliked. I've literally liked every single thing that he's done. 
Uh, I, I think this is a great song. Um, so this is the last song on my playlist. No business born insecure junkyard motherfucker! Okay, this is Campfire by Amine featuring um, Injury Reserve. Yeah, yes. I thought it's. I believe that's Injury Reserve. I thought the guy's name was like Charles the P or some shit. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Amine, uh, real name. Adam Amine Daniel is an American rapper, singer, and songwriter from Portland, Oregon. That's right, a rapper from Portland. Although this beat is straight hyphy, this is Bay Area. This is a Bay Area beat, if I ever heard one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Injury Reserve is an associated act with the Arizona Hip Hop Trio. Hmm. Big fan of Injury Reserve, but that's all for another episode. Um, some fun facts about uh, Amine. I'm a scary little nigga. He was cut from his high school basketball team. He has a degree in marketing. He is an intern for hip hop magazine Complex. He enlisted Quentin Tarantino as his favorite director and said, "Quote: Tarantino is just one of those guys who's in his own lane, which I admire immensely." I just really love the artist and the mind that creates the art. Um, he wants to branch out directing film and fashion. He don't like Donald Trump, and uh, he has uh, some shit he said about 9-11. Uh, it starts, the quote begins with 9-11 and ends with Brad and Jolie. So, uh, sounds like he might be a cuckoo. He is a cuckoo banana brains. Hey, it's a cuckoo banana brains kind of time we're living in. This song, this track's fine. Uh, for some reason, I keep thinking like I could see like a stripper just shaking her butt to it. It's uh, like a strip club track for me. I think it would be great if they played it at a strip club, but it's definitely not a strip club track. This is a fun. This is just for. This is forgettable fun, and that's what you know you want on a summer playlist. Just hey, this is fun. You know what I mean? Why does it gotta mean something? Why is this relationship gotta go somewhere? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I think. You know, all the time. Yeah, summer fun. Um. All right, so any what do you think was what do you think was my best song? Your best song, I mean for sure, Labyrinth. Okay. That's you know that's definitely another track that I've also been a bump into, Dave. Um, you know, I for you, I would say Maxo Cream. I definitely like the most, but I really actually want to give that Donnie Trumpet and Dram song like some more listens because that actually is a really good song. Um, all right, anything to plug? You know, I'm, uh, just, motherhood is hard, man. I'm just trying to do my side hustle, sell essential oils, get on a few multi-level marketing schemes, and just talk about it on Facebook. No, see, the thing about Mary is, Mary is very, very smart, and she just got a new job, uh, which is a really great job, and I'm very proud of her. Um, oh, well, I, this is a sweet segment. <laughs> I don't it's, know if that's a thing world, to plug. It's World Kindness Day. It's World Ki- Human Kindness Human kindness. I'm a human. You're a human. Let's be kind. Dave, thanks for extending so much human kindness to me this evening. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, uh, I'll be in Milwaukee uh, the weekend this of weekend. May 12th. This Holy shit, this weekend. That's right. I'll be in Milwaukee this weekend performing Friday and Saturday at the Cream City Comedy Festival. Next weekend, I'll be in Columbus performing Friday and Saturday at the Whiskey Bear Comedy Festival. And then my calendar is wide open, so please feel free Wide like a bird, a fat bird with fat wings. I'll travel to anywhere within three hours of Chicago. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I say. Yeah, hey. Um, I love you, listeners. Yeah, you guys are great. Um, But if you want to write about how you hate us uh, in an iTunes uh, review, go right ahead. Still put five stars, though. Yeah, yeah, please. 
put five stars, but feel free to write fuck you and, and whatever else you want to say in there, how you think we're subpar people, bad parents, I mean, whatever it is that you want to get off your chest. Or if you just want to write about your day, I'll, I'll write you back, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'll pick one of you and give you a Starbucks gift card. Starbucks gift card. You know that 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 big fallacy that someone's going to win a Starbucks gift card? <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're, we're part of that now come on don't you want a Starbucky gift card come on everybody uses Starbucks Starbucks they're or, actually uh, did you see the thing about when you need a when you're constipated and you want to poop at a Starbucks yeah actually that's a thing that every homeless person knows you poop at a Starbucks you clean yourself up enough so that you look like you belong in a Starbucks and then you poop there and we're outie. All right, so we're gonna end on the song I was talking about earlier, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me" by Ghetto Boys, um, Scarface, Willie, and um, the guy that got shot in the eye. Why am I blanking on his name right now? What was uh, his name? Jimmy the Eye. Jimmy the Eye. <laughs> um, Billy Bushwick, right? Bushwick Bill. Billy Bushwick. <laughs> the crazy thing is, Bushwick Bill. He's not from Bushwick, Brooklyn. He's from Houston. Like Maxo Cream. Maxo Cream. Maxo Cream. It does sound like a Japanese beauty product. All right. Creamy, creamy, dreamy, dreamy. Creamy, creamy, dreamy, dreamy. Brought to you by Comcast. <laughs> because you have no choice. Except for Wowie Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of this, real quick, before we end? I'll, uh, I think it's a real banger, Dave. <laughs> Bye! Bye! But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating the joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on it. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.